Hello and welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm your host, Dan Wendelin. Today's story was told in May of 2008 and continues to follow Winella in her ongoing quest to assemble the components of a powerful new wand to rescue Fairyland from Jack Frost. In today's story, she's going looking for magical music. I hope you enjoy the story. morning she still hadn't thought of a good way to bring music to the tree every time she thought of something it would involve letting more people know about the tree she didn't want to do that she didn't want to take the chance that jack frost who is already clearly very suspicious that Winella was up to something she didn't want to give him any inkling that the tree might exist or that there might be a inkling is a suspicion, a vague idea. It means she doesn't even want him to think about the possibility that the tree might exist. Because she was afraid that if he got an idea somehow, that he might be able to find the tree. She was sure he would try to destroy it. And even though she trusted Lynn's magical cat abilities, she did not want to take any chances at all. So she sat down to eat breakfast And as she was sitting there eating breakfast, she looked at her piano. She had not played in some time, and so she was starting to get a little out of practice. She thought about playing the piano and making it transport to the tree, but she didn't think that the music that she made of the piano was quite magical enough. But she thought, that's not a bad idea. I could play the music if I could find some way to play really special magical music. Then she got an idea. The Omniarm. If she could find the Omniarm and borrow it again and take it to Neverland, the music she had played on the Omniarm when she had been trying to save the music fairies had been powerful magical music. Surely just the right type of magical music to be used. And I know a place where she could get that. In the manufacture of a wand. Daddy? Yes? If I were to get, if Winnell, and I know just the place where you could get the Omniarch, the Misconductor. Not the Misconductor. The Conductor is the one who has the Omniarch. Winnell had returned it to him when she had finished helping the music fairies break free of the Misconductor. She doesn't know where she That's true, she does not. And so she decided to go to Treble and talk to the music fairies and see if she could find out where the conductor lived or how she could talk to him so that she could ask to borrow the Omni Harp. So just after she finished breakfast, she looked out her backyard thinking that perhaps she would take the Catspaw Highway to Treble. But when she looked out in the backyard before she walked out, she noticed just the faintest movement behind a bush in her backyard. Hmm, she thought. She looked closely at the bush. She didn't see anything, but still something felt not quite right to her. 
So instead of going out in the backyard, she climbed up to the roof. Joey was sitting in his nest, and he was also staring into the backyard. Joey, she said, did you see something funny about the backyard? Yes, he said. There's something funny, but I can't quite put my beak on it. He and Winella stood there on the roof, staring into the backyard. Hmm, said Winella. I wanted to take the cat's paw highway, but something's making me kind of nervous about doing so. Well, can I take you somewhere, said Joey. No, said Winella, this is quite a ways away, and I think I need to go by myself. Okay, said Joey. Ah, he whispered near. Look over there, behind that bush. See that shoelace? The green one, said Vanilla. Yeah, said Joey. That's a goblin shoelace. They all have those dirty green shoelaces. I see it, said Vanilla. Wow, he's really well hidden. The only thing I can see is his shoelace. Why do you think he's here, said Joey. I think Jack Frost is trying to keep an eye on me, said Vanilla. Trying to find out what I'm up to. How are you going to get past him, said Joey. Well, said Vanilla, there's more than one way out of this house. She went down to my segment. She went down to the front room where her piano of the pink and blue keys sat. She sat down at the piano keyboard and she played. And as she played, the room around her faded out, and then shadows grew more and more distinct and clear and crisp until she could see that the shadows were bushes and trees with. Musical instruments growing on them, and then she was in trouble, and she finished her song. So when Ella hopped off the piano bench, her piano, playing her song on the piano, had taken her directly to the recital hall. And the rest, the rests are are when sounds for a beat. Quarter rests are a beat. I for you to bring music the to the church. I would just bring a beat. Yeah, no. Well, you know, she and, thought about that, um, but she decided that the piano uh, was play not. and play some notes. Yeah. She decided that she needed something even more magical than the piano. Hi. So she went into the recital hall, and there were Ray and Soul and T. They said, Vanilla, how nice to see you. We heard your piano arrive. Have you come to play with us? When Ella said, "I don't have, I don't think I can right now. Maybe in a bit. I was hoping to find the conductor. I, I need to borrow his omni harp." Oh," said T. "The conductor can be difficult to find. He doesn't have one spot that he lives. He's everywhere in trouble." Oh," said Vanilla. "Well, how do I talk with him? Because I need to borrow the omni harp." Oh, don't worry," said Sol. "He knows you're here. He does, don't know? Oh, certainly," said Sol. "Nothing happens in trouble that he doesn't know about. Well, then, why hasn't he shown up to loan me the Omni Harp yet?" "Not sure," said Ray. "Perhaps he's busy with something else, or perhaps he doesn't think the time is right to loan you the Omni Harp. I can't tell you. Why don't you play with us while you wait?" So when Ella went back out and sat down at her piano, and the fairies all got their instruments. And they sat down to play. They played Firefly, and they played Lightly Row. And Vanilla was a little out of practice at first. 
and she quickly got it down. And then she was able to enjoy the beauty of the music as they all played together. She loved the sound of that music as they played together. Didn't it take her places? No, it didn't. It didn't. Why? Not this time. Well, because I guess the piano knows somehow. Because it doesn't always take her places. I guess just specific songs take her places, and only if the piano thinks that she really wants to go there. But anyway, they finished those two songs, and they all sort of clapped, and Ronella heard one other person behind her clapping, and she turned, and standing there was a man dressed all in white. And although he looked different than the other times Ronella had seen him, Ronella knew that he was the conductor. She said, Conductor, I've come to ask if I may borrow your Omni-harp. The conductor said, Well, I think that you probably can. Will you tell me what you want to use it for? The Omni-harp is a very powerful thing, and I would not lend it out for simply anything. Manella said, I can't tell you, but can you trust me? The conductor smiled. He said, I do trust you, Manella, but I'm afraid for the Omniharp, I must know. Manella thought about it for a moment. The conductor was one of the most powerful beings she had ever met, and she could not imagine Jack Frost forcing the conductor to tell him anything that the conductor did not want to tell him. So she thought about it for a moment, and she decided that she had to take this risk. She said, all right, I'll tell you. The conductor waved his hand and all of a sudden, all of the sounds in treble went silent around her. When I said, what did you do? The conductor said, I've surrounded us in a shield of silence so that what you tell me, no one else can hear, not even the fairies. And then when Ella told him the story, she started at the very beginning and told him all about the tree in Fairyland and how it had protected Fairyland and how a foolish queen had cut it down to make a wand, an ancient and most puissant wand called Everest, and how the queen had lost Everest to an evil frost fairy named Jack Frost, who had then come and troubled Fairyland ever since but how before the tree had been cut down, a wise gardening fairy had kept a single seed, a seed that had been passed down from guardian to guardian over the centuries, until Winella had come to have it, and until she had fooled Jack Frost into thinking it destroyed and had secretly planted it. I will not ask you to tell me where you have planted it, said the conductor. You are wise to keep that secret. Well now, said Winella, the tree has told me that it is ready to make a wand, not by being cut down, not a wand created by force, but a wand the tree will make itself. And for that, one of the things the tree needs is the most magical music, and I cannot think of a more powerful music than what comes from the Omni-harp. Ah, said the conductor, yes. But remember, Winella, the power of the Omni-harp only partially comes from the harp. It comes from the heart of the user. You must play the song that is in your heart if you wish to invoke the power of the harp. 
don't remember, said Vanilla. She said, may I borrow it? You already have, said the conductor. It has been in your pocket while we have talked. Vanilla, surprised, reached down and felt the familiar shape of the Omni-harp in her pocket. She smiled and said, thank you. And he said, take care, Vanilla. Bring it back safely and bring yourself back safely. You have powerful enemies who do not wish you well. You must be careful. Vanilla said, I will. And then she sat down at the piano and played Home, Home on the Range, where the deer and the antelope play. And as she played, the bushes and trees of treble faded into shadows. She began to see the shapes of her own familiar living room around her, shapes that solidified and became more sharply defined. And then she was home. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. (laughs) 